The current spoiler warning level is, Sapphire. Friends and folks, we're looking at a spoiler warning level of Sapphire again this week. We're talking about Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. We're talking about a very early on suit, so there's no, pretty much no spoilers of any kind to be had. So you are good to go. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to the show about the design and, you know, overall joy of Gundam's robots. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. Mobile suits were not built to bring anybody joy. I'm Dylan. And we have here our first ever guest episode, a episode, if you will. What? Uh, no. No one will. No one will. No. Um, I'm vetoing this on air. <laughs> You do a lot of vetoing me, Dylan. I don't feel very supported. You, you're the one who always tells me this is part of, partially my podcast. I'm allowed to veto what I want. <laughs> wow. Okay, so it's it's your podcast when you want to be mean to me, but when it's time for you to take responsibility, I'm on my own, just like you left me with the kids. Who's our guest? Introduce yourself. <laughs> what? God. What? Hi. Hi, hi Ancient. <laughs> hi, I'm Ancient Mecca. He, him. You can find me causing problems for people on the internet. <laughs> Don't Thank worry. Thank you for uh, having me. I, I, I really appreciate it. There's already two other problem causers inside of this call, so you know what? It's perfect. You're you're in good company. Yeah, I, I have been problems. told uh, at least twice in the past 48 hours, uh, save it for the pod, because we was getting into it. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's fine. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, I... I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming. Yeah, yep. uh, it's great to have some some fresh perspectives on Mecca. Uh, some might say an ancient perspective. Mm. Um, you're here with a. You're here. You're you're here. Like well, back in my day. Uh, well, back they, in my day, were... we didn't have a panoramic or cockpit. We had three screens, and cogs. when we got punched by a Jaku, we rammed our head straight into the one in the front. And if it worked after, we was lucky. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> you, is that, do you talk like that because you bit your tongue one of the times that you were rocked by a Zaku? <laughs> I'm just imagining it as the old oh, the old guy at the start of 8th MS team who, I, who occasionally well, pops up. Why is there a prospector on 8th MS team anyway? Well, uh-huh. me and my dog Zeke, we was out scouting the Xeon forces, and we did see a Zaku 2. It wasn't a Zaku 1. There's a big difference between the two. I know a podcast you could listen to if you wanted to hear about the difference between them. Ancient, present, pre- present, uh, are you going to roll I'm, the die, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to well, click. I'm gonna well, hold on, hold on, don't do click, it. you don't click it until, it, before you click it. <laughs> I have prepared a okay. statement. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Six has assured me that my statements will be represented fairly, regardless of any I did not say that. controversial I did not say views that. that I may or may not hold. It is with that assurance in mind that I may have to use text-to-speech to edit you. That the Hyakushiki is, beyond a shadow of a doubt, not a Gundam. Uh, you mean the... Uh, the Delta Gundam, you mean? The Delta Gundam is a... Now listen, the Delta Gundam is a Gundam. And the Hyakushiki... Mm-hmm. 
is not the Delta Gundam. No, it's just a Delta Gundam that's been slightly modified. Yeah. Can't wait till we talk about the Jim. Can't wait till we talk about the Jim Quell one day. Listen, if you take the seat out of a Ford F one fifty, it's not a Ford F one fifty anymore. It's, no, if you take that's the, how machines uh, oh, work. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. If you take the transformation out of Bumblebee, it's a Volkswagen Beetle. It's still Bumblebee. <laughs> no, it's a Volkswagen. It's still Bumblebee. Have you have you ever been inside a Volkswagen Beetle? Yes. Let me it tell was you miserable. something. It's not made out of alien metals. Uh, okay. It's not just a Volkswagen Beetle. Six. <laughs> you are wrong. Six. Tell me about. Okay. The, tell me about the alloys. <laughs> Fuck. All right. All I right. Hate this. Just roll your stupid die. Uh, you, you roll it. My it's it's downstairs. I forgot it like an idiot. Okay. What what size die am I rolling? You are rolling a d10. All right. Mm. Here we go. Four. Okay, so this is the one that I was considering not putting on the list. Wait, what the fuck? This is the Gundam Mark II. Okay, hang hang on. I'm okay with that. I got to I got to click after I rolled. Why is the Wing Zero on here, which we already talked about? I told you there was a landmine on the list, and I got <laughs> Okay, oh, I know why this is here. Okay, that wasn't my guess, actually. My guess was going to be that your silly landmine was the Argama again. But no, okay, no, okay. I see. I just simply think that in artwork, the Proto Zero design, Katoki's redesign, looks better. That is all. It's horrible. It's horrible. All they it does is ruined, change the background design. Look what design. they've done to my beautiful boy. Look, it's a backpack that looks much sharper and nicer. They they change the angle on the thing, like the backpack, the, the binder. This isn't the, this isn't a Wing this. Zero episode. This is a Mark we II episode. This. Let's go. Um, <laughs> yeah, in fact, we're talking about the Gundam Mark II, the RX one seventy eight. Is that right? Yes, that's off the top that of my is head. Correct. Yep. Wow. Good old one seventy eight. Um. So the Gundam Mark II, famously the first Gundam that we see in Mobile Suit Theta Gundam, uh, appears in episode one. Um. And when we first see it. Doesn't even look like a Gundam in some ways because it is in a nice, uh, not nice, um, very cop-like blue, um, instead of your usual the Gundam black color. Gundam. Yep. I, it is called the Black Gundam, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, but it's that's blue. the that's the episode title, the Black Gundam. Yeah, I forgot Gundam. about that. Ba, 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 ba. But <laughs> good impression. Um, Thank you. So the Mark II is. So we've already talked about the Arc seventy-eight, and I'm assuming if people are listening that they have they know what the arc 78 looks like the mark ii is a fun design in that it is simply a refinement of a lot of elements of the arc 72 um in terms of shape in terms of loadout in terms of it 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 leans you know first like first gundam tends to get cited as you know oh this is the first real robot show um the mark ii refines it to a point of like this looks a lot more like a, you know, re- like it, it tries to look more like a real machine. You get a lot more verniers that are visible all over it. You've got more, like, you know, the ang- angular armor looks more natural than just the bi- very blocky uh, armor of the original RX-78-2. It's um, beefy. It's, it's, it's beefier, yeah, it is beefier. Um, it's more filled out. Um... You know, it's still got the shield, but the shield has, like, a little folding mechanism for putting it away. Um, it's very visibly able to, like, you know, keep, um, 
like the uh, beam rifle and such equipped to it, like on the skirt and all that. Uh, it can. It also uses our first beam rifle that has ammo, and we'll bring that up too in a little bit. An uh, E pack. Yep. Um, but the it's it's a very refined design. Uh, interestingly, one little note I want to bring up. While it does look more, you know, quote unquote, like real robot-y than the first Gundam, uh, it does have one feature that I find very funny because it's a thing that was done with the Clover toys a lot. It has a yellow V-fin. Uh, <laughs> whereas the original Gundam does not. However, when you look at a lot of advertisements or like at the Clover toys, they loved coloring that V-fin yellow um, back in the day. Um, probably because it just makes it look a little bit more super robot-y, which is kind of funny mm-hmm. that uh, the yellow V-fin ended up sticking on you know the later design um well I th- to me that's part of that's part of um the gundam aesthetic like writ large about gundams is the idea of making a real robot but that the people in the universe are trying to make it look like a super robot that, yeah I, I can see that I, I i definitely think that comes through in a lot of the um zeta era designs you know mm-hmm. they you can tell that the designers really kind of wanted to go all out in Zeta and Double Zeta, especially, well, as as you two have talked about often in uh, the Double Zeta suits, they're just completely, like, bonkers extra. And mm-hmm. that, I think, is one of the things that makes the Mark II, to me, stand out, especially in the Zeta era. It, it feels like a refinement of a last-gen mobile suit, not a next gen mobile suit, you know. Mm. Yep, and that, and honestly, that is pretty accurate to its performance too in the show. Because see, there's a lot of technology we can talk about with the Mark II that is like unique to the Mark II, not including the fact that you know 0080 came out later and introduced the panoramic cockpit earlier. Yeah, ret- retcons but, you know, notwithstanding. Yeah, but you know the Mark II in animation. If you're watching Gundam in order, which is how you should be watching Gundam. Um, it's the first time we see a panoramic cockpit instead of as you know uh ancient's little joke was earlier instead of just having multiple screens you actually have a full panoramic view built up by cameras that are all over the body um it has a movable frame so as much as people might have built like your master grade mark ii's where you know they are uh, uh master grade 2.0s of the one year war suits um they're not actually supposed to have like a real unique inner frame in that same way uh the armor was actually supposed to be more like just welded on yeah Mm -hmm. and um so the movable frame on the mark ii is actually like a bit more it's you know when you build like the master grade models and you see that inner frame the first real thing is to do that is supposed to be like the mark ii yeah where we incorporate all of the inner stuff on the inside and then we just slap armor on the outside, but it's yeah. like separate components. Well, and and correct me if I'm wrong. I think in universe that was designed to enhance mobility and workability of the suit itself. You know, yeah. instead of having um, to build a new Gundam arm or like do massive retro you know, refits, you just say, "Oh, that armor's compromised." Pop, pop, like a master grade. Yeah. Yep. Well, and the sacrifice is, like, there's the sacrifice of, like, okay, well, it does mean that the armor is a little less strong, mm-hmm. and so, like, it's a little more vulnerable if it gets hit, and there, and, but the, the designers were basically like, well, then don't get hit, idiot. Well, yeah, <laughs> in, in the era of, you know, in, in the one-year war, by the end of it, it's pretty beamy, 
But by the time you get to 0086, the era of beam weaponry is here, and it's here to stay. Like, yeah. you can have a shield, you can have decent armor. You know, we see throughout the franchise mobile suits taking hits from beam weapons and getting out okay, but it's very rare that they take a hit and they're like, oh, no big deal. Like like the Gundam getting hit by a Zaku machine gun in Mobile Suit Gundam, it shrugs it off. You Nothing ever shrugs off a beam hit. So yeah. at a mm-hmm. certain point, the armor's kind of there, you know, but... It, it, it... You, you want the armor, because obviously mobile suits are equipped with physical weaponry as well mm-hmm. that are more rapid-fire than beam weapons. Missiles. Or missiles, things that, like, you know, of that nature. So you do need to have that armor. But it's, you know, you kind of have to compromise, right? Because if that mm-hmm. armor gets hit by a beam, though, unless it's treated with some kind of anti-beam coating or something, um, it's just going to blow a hole that that. clean through in it. Mm. Of course you don't. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, another element of that actually comes through on the design as well with, like, you know, you look at the design and, like I said, it looks very similar in shape to, like, a refined RX-72, but you notice that there's a lot more open area on it, too. Like, uh, mm-hmm. if you look at the feet um, and, the, like, where they connect to the legs, all that gray, you know, is internal parts. You look at the back of the knees and you have these big internal parts. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, well let's get rid of armor on some of the parts that need to move better and that'll also make it way less which means we'll be able to make it move faster so kind of works twofold there um it's you know it makes it makes sense it makes sense for a machine like this yeah um, um th- this was my second master grade and it's a really fun like the internal frame i think that they i, I know y'all don't usually focus on gunpla but speaking of the movable frame i really do think it's a kit that very well captures the spirit of the show in that way. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a very neat it's a mm-hmm. very neat suit. Um, just to talk about it appearance wise, real quick, just to run down what I mean when I say yeah. it's like a refined RX seventy eight. Um, you okay? So we start with the head, and that head, it's meaner looking, but I mean it's a very classical Gundam head. It's got the vents along the sides of the head. You've got the the red chin, you've got the two face vents, you've got, you know, two bright green eyes, you've got a forehead jewel, you've got a mohawk camera, you have a V-fin. Um, the only thing that changes on it, really, it doesn't actually have normal head Vulcans. Um, kind of one of the things oh, that yeah. feels more like it's going for a real robot aesthetic, uh, even more so, like, leaning into that idea of what a quote-unquote real robot is, is rather than having Vulcans installed in the head, it has a large pod that basically it wears around the head that has a sensor on one side and a little Vulcan uh, machine gun on the other. It's very um, cool, but it's so rarely used in the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, when, whenever those show writers had to remember, they, uh, you know, how many times does a Vulcan come up? And it's like, well, we don't have to draw it unless, it, you know, unless it happens to specifically come up. Which, yeah. Not that often. Um, Then you get down to the torso. You know, it still has a collar like the Gundam. Like, you've got this bright yellow collar around the head. It looks a lot, you know, looks a lot more neat, but you've got, like, the upper chest component, which um, still colors separate in a similar way as the original Gundam, where you've got this, you know, it, on the Mark II, it's black. Uh, unless you're looking at the AU colors, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, well, it, it, and, and in, some, in some cases, it's kind of a really deep purple. 
yeah, it it depends on like the cells it's drawn mm-hmm. in, and mm-hmm. so, even the models sometimes like alter it. Sometimes it's just black. Sometimes it's like a really dark blue or dark purple. Um, but you have like an upper chest segment that's you know segmented away. You've got the two lower segments of a different color. Um, you've still got the chest vents, just like you would come to expect from a gun and a half. Um, one big change is a rather large cockpit uh, hatch. It's a big red hatch now. Um, some people I know hate that because they go, oh, look, they've painted a target on us. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, visual cues like that don't really matter at that point in mobile suit combat anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't really bug it's me. Also, it's not like they can't guess where the pilot is. Yeah, yeah. You can kind of always assume <laughs> where the cockpit is given 95% of mobile suits of the time. Um, Unless mm-hmm. Char is piloting it. <laughs> right. Uh, well, uh, not or even in, or that, in Zeta Amaro. Well, hmm. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Um, but you know, most of the time, you're not. You don't even really have to go for a cockpit shot, is the thing. No. Um, like beyond that, uh, we go to the shoulders. The shoulders still separate, like you know, kind of pauldron design, but they have these big boosters on the sides of them, and I love that look. Um, and they have yeah, they're significantly more, more detailed. angles. Yeah, way more angles going on. The The original Gundams are very square and simple. These are a lot mm-hmm. more refined. Um, you know, big chunky arms, not really a lot to talk about, obviously, with just the arms. They are mobile suit arms. Um, they do have a cool little, like, latch on the side, which is used for the shield. Um, so I, the shield I, I would highlight that they're significantly, like, broader and heavier than the Gundam, like the RX-78's arms, you know? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, they are bigger. Um, When you move down to the skirt, the skirt, I, I kind of wish they would have had um the big, you know, some big yellow things at the side, front of the skirt, but the skirt is actually simplified a lot. It's just skirt armor. You don't even have the Federation V, which, I mean, it's a Titan suit, so I guess you wouldn't put that, but, you know, eh, some Titan suits have them, though, so, eh. Um, well, this this is this is a suit that needs plausible deniability. <laughs> <laughs> um, no matter who it's fighting for. <laughs> and my favorite addition is when you get down to the lower legs. The lower legs have these uh, more visible verniers on them, and I I just mm-hmm. like that. I like when you have visible thrusters and verniers on a mobile suit, like the scoop verniers. Oh, they're yeah. very cool. Um, and and a concept that you see kind of refined throughout mobile suits of the Zeta era. Just yep. bigger, bigger boosters on the legs, just kind of um, becomes the order of the day eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, the backpack, similar to the Gundam backpack, but it's it's a, it's bigger. Um, mm-hmm. So with its backpack, you double up the verniers. It's got four, and I like that. I like that it has four of those on the back. Mm-hmm. It just looks good. Mm-hmm. And then of course it's still got the beam sabers that hop over the shoulder, but it's got these two cool like rotating binders that are also where the beam sabers are. Um, yeah, I. It makes such a big difference to just have it be like, here is like a support for the beam sabers. Like visually, it just makes it work for me mm-hmm. yeah. in such a way. Well, and and um, you know specifically those those binders have have additional maneuvering thrusters on them. Um, mm-hmm. But the coolest, it's such a small detail. But the coolest part of the backpack to me, it, it's a very cool backpack, front to back. It is incredible. But the coolest part is when it reaches up to grab that beam saber, the backpack tilts it forward. It just serves mm-hmm. it right up. Just gives Here it a little you nudge. go, buddy. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty cool when it does get to do that. Um, 
beyond the the appearance, we talked about uh, the panoramic cockpit. We talked about the movable frame. Um, it's the thing about this suit, though, right? We talk about how it's obviously a refined gun. We talk about all these technologies it has, but the thing that set the Gundam apart, one of the big things, is obviously it's using a beam weapon, and also it's got, you know, really strong armor. Well, the problem with the Mark II mm-hmm. is it has a very basic loadout in an era where everything has that loadout. Everything has a beam rifle. Everything has a bazooka. Everything has a shield. Everything has a beam saber. Um, you know, not notwithstanding with the... Uh, Hyzak, where, you know, it kind of has to choose which beam weapon it wants, but... Sure. But, like, most it's very suits meat and potatoes. Of the, yeah, the, every suit of the era kind of carries this gear, mm-hmm. and the thing is, all those other suits are using the technology derived from the suit. You know, yeah. panoramic cockpits, all of them have it. Um, you know, uh, the, the movable frame, that's also built into a lot of other suits. Um, I, I would say so, that the RX-78 casts a long shadow over the technology of the era, especially in terms of yeah. the more tame designs, the more basic designs, you know? Well, and the, yeah. and the Mark II, like, the name Mark II, in, in terms of, like, technology naming, is very much like, oh, this isn't, like, the successor, this is the refinement, right? Yeah. That is what mm-hmm. Mark II means. And so very much the, the Mark II is a design of, like, okay, the Gundam was cool. Let's how, not, do that How do we more. make a... Right. Well, let's 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 just take its ideas and make them a little more practical, mm-hmm. right? Like it wasn't built to be the the battlefield changing super weapon. Yeah, yeah, but then, it, it wasn't. And, and this is kind of the question, and maybe we'll get to it. This is kind of the question I've always asked about it, despite the fact that it's one of my favorite mobile suits. What the heck was it designed to be? Um, I mean, I feel like mainly I mean, a like test so, bed, <laughs> like so many like so many Gundam designs. I feel like it was designed to be a prototype, mm-hmm. right? It was designed to be a testing ground for various ideas, mm-hmm. but like in a different way, right? Like we have had one, we've had super prototypes, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like, oh, of course, it's just ridiculously good. Or we've had prototypes where it's like, this is a design that's focused purely on, you know, the canon and everything else about it sucks or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a third style of prototype where it's like, Let's try out mass production versions of a lot of different little ideas. How does like a movable frame? We could use that elsewhere. How does it work here? Uh, like a three D, you know, three sixty cockpit. How does that work? And all together, these ideas make for a machine that is like solid, but not at all exceptional yep. in terms of performance. It, it is, but it, it is it is such still useful noteworthy. Data. I would say in in terms of performance, you know, we see it in the show. It it still kind of for the, especially for the first quarter first half of that show it rips it gets it well, gets some work done it, 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 but that's in large part because of the pilots that true are that is true it. that is true yeah the thing is it does it does make good work early on and you know obviously it's finding a lot more pared down mobile suits from what it does even though they use the same technology you know you've got like the hyzak you've got the marasai the problem is when you start getting into the transformable mobile mm-hmm. suits which are really what feel like the next-gen suits in Zeta that you start kind of going, okay, well, something's a little off, you know. Um, the Mark II can keep up with Gabaldi Beta, it can keep up with the Hyzak, all of that, but, like, the Gap... Barzam. Uh, and, the, well, the Bars, the Barzam's got a fun relationship to the yes, Mark II. We yes, yes. We can actually... I think put, we'll talk about the Barzam on this episode. Put a because. pin in that. Um, but, uh... But, yeah, so, like, 
once you once you start hitting those transformable mobile suits, like I said, things like the Gapfly, or you know, when the Masala first appears, it you know wrecks shop. Um, and like that's kind of where the shortcoming is, right? It's not innovating; it is simply refining. Those suits are all doing things that are far more innovative uh, versus mm-hmm. what the Mark II's bread and butter is. Um, and you know that's why you eventually have. Uh, the little thing we can talk about as its small little mid-season upgrade. Ah. Um, the Super Gundam. Uh, it has a pack that it can wear. Uh, the G Defensor. The the Cotsmobile. Oh, uh, real quick, just to bring it up also, since uh, I meant to earlier. Uh, when the AU does capture one of the... Th- uh, well, they capture two out of three of the marquee. I think uh, they, they, no, they end up with all three by the end. They, they play they play mobile suit musical chairs for like three episodes, but they end up with all three. Okay, yeah, I guess they do. Yeah, oh yeah, because they sent the the they capture two, mm-hmm. and then they sent them to Anaheim, and then uh, they send one to Anaheim, and they break the other down for parts because Camille mm, keeps breaking it. Yep, yeah. not um, in the and cool then, Amuro way, but in the bad getting <laughs> shot way. In, in the bad, if this mobile suit is just getting blown up way. Yeah. Um. Well, what they do though is they change the colors and they make it. A bit more of the classic Gundam colors, but a little darker. You know, it's more of a gray uh, than a white. It's more of a uh, dark gritty reboot. I see. <laughs> yeah, cowards. Um, the original. The I, I am. I am pounding my fist on the table. If you take only take one idea from the Titans, the Titans are a worthless organization. But take those colors because those colors whip. But they yeah, don't. Well, animate with, with they don't animate with the same amount of contrast to the darkness of space yeah well that's it that's camo ah <laughs> uh, i see but i mean they they do make it try to look like the classic gundam but yeah it's a little darker in every way um you know the, the blue it's is a much symbolic. darker blue. the tri the tricolor <laughs> just seems a lot more understated you know you think of the tricolor and abstract and it mm-hmm. seems very bright and colorful the Mark II does not, even in the AU colors, look like a bright and colorful machine, you know? Um, no, it's it, it's a, it, it's it's not like, it's not the bluish white that the Gundam is. It's like, it's a gray. If you put it, if you, if you look at it next to the Gundam, it's a gray, you know? Yeah. The, the blue of the chest is not a blue. It's, it is also like a very, very blue, deep purple. The yeah. red is not like, you know, the red is not like a super bright, like, marker red of the Gundam. It's closer to like a crimson or a blood red. It's edgy. Even 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 the yellows look a little bit more on like the orangey side than just like a being deep yellow. gold. Even yeah. Um, which you know accurate for it, but um yeah. So as we mentioned. Its performance starts to fall off, and so uh, what they do is they make a machine <laughs> called it. the G Defensor. Um, the G Defensor is basically a little shmup fighter uh, with a really big beam cannon on the side of it, and you look at it and you go, "Well, that's a plane with a beam on it. I guess that's okay." But the cool thing it does it's is pretty cool. you say, "You say screw the plane part, though." What what if we just put this onto the back of the Mark II, which then, uh, when it's wearing that, is christened the Super Gundam, which is a very is, funny name. Is this the first combiner that we see in Gundam? 
Well, I mean, we've got we've got mm. the like the G bowl and all of the. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. Thank the you. G, I completely it, forgot. It, yes, this is but this is clearly hearkening to those. Yes. Yeah, it's it's definitely very similar to the G armor. I mean, it's even called the G defensor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, which I would think would be Gundam defensor, given that it was built to bolster the Mark II. But that, yeah, that's just mm-hmm. my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and much like the uh, G bowl and all its variants, this sucks. Oh no! Okay, hold the. F- <laughs> this thing rules. This backpack is cool. I'm nope. supposed to be the the inflammatory device on this pod. <laughs> oh, you don't like the Super Gundam Six? I think it looks like trash. Ah, I like it. And it's not like we've had a conversation about like, oh no, it does, like something like has made changes and it doesn't look like a Gundam anymore. It looks like a Gundam. It just looks like a dumb one. A a dum dum. There we go. I d- <laughs> Trademark I it. I'm mailing that to I, myself before. <laughs> I just, I like it. I, I, the only problem I have with it maybe is I wish that they had made the crafts colors match the Mark II a bit better. Like, yes, that's it, my, it, that is also my issue with it. The, the white on the, on the G Defensor is just white. It's not like the grayish white. The blue is like a more classic bright blue. Oh. Um, and I just so... I just realized something about the Super Gundam. It's it's time crime, so I won't say it. But I I just realized the relationship that the Super Gundam has with a much later uh, era suit. Yep, there there I, I think I know what you're talking about. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, the Super Gundam though, like the backpack doesn't match really, and that is the one problem. The problem is I like the silhouette a lot, and I love the design of the long rifle. I so I, my I I'm not like a big like. I don't know. I just think big beam rifles look really cool, and it looks rad to me. Yeah, I I, I love the Super Gundam's beam rifle. Uh, I love that the the two the twin fuselages of the G Defensor like curl over the shoulders. My one issue with it is that the G Defensor has just this big flat plate on it that just goes over the back of the of the Mark II to tie the two halves together and it completely covers up the mark ii's standard backpack and like you just can't use that now it's just it you just can't use it you're gonna well, no, burn you up just... your own plate <laughs> look it's fine it can it can take the heat i guess so. I, do, I do always love when i do always love when you put like when they put armor over um like armor over a vernier like, like with a full armor design it's always like mm. is this kind of uh, well, okay, we'll get to it. There is a full armor Mark II, but I mean, the Super Gundam in some ways is kind of a full armor Mark II. There is? Wait, did I forget oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. the full armor oh, yeah. Mark II exists? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Though, uh, with the Super Gundam, the main things it adds is, besides adding some mobility, uh, due to the, you know, it has a jet on its back. It has something that was made mm-hmm. to be a jet, so, you know, that it adds its thrusters um, to it. Um... It has the long beam rifle, which is really cool. It's cool. And That's cool. it has uh, missile pods, which I actually mm-hmm. like these a lot. Uh, see, the thing is, missiles in Gundam aren't the most accurate, you know, for Minofsky particle reasons, mm-hmm. which is why you get all these really cool little micro-missile pods, mm-hmm. I think, where it's just like, ah, we have 14 of them. Just fire them all towards the enemy, and hopefully one of them hits. <laughs> um, Something I wanted to highlight, and, and it's it's... Look up the box art for the old 1144th scale G Defensor model kit. It's very cool. It's really good painted box art. But in the background, 
you find the Gundam Mark II doing a Superman pose. Barely yeah, I just visible. noticed that there. That's <laughs> I said funny. it to you, chat. It is hilarious, and it's in it's in you know original Gundam tricolor, and just like what is going on here? Yeah, that's that's a little weird. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because it's in a much brighter blue. That's and like the face. Maybe it's just what the, the painter. The maybe it's just what the painter robot. had. Yeah. <laughs> the painter just happened to have that on hand, like the blue from you know painting the G defense, and they were mm -hmm. just like, you know, it's in the background. That's fine. No one will notice. <laughs> Eighty or thirty years later. <laughs> but yeah, um, and the Super Gundam I think is pretty cool. Um, the other thing that's interesting to note is whether or not they perceived it as a flaw. Um, the Super Gundam does make the change. Uh, it has Vulcans on it. Does what? it? Wait. Mm -hmm. Yeah, next to the missile pods. It has some Vulcans. Where oh, oh, on this? the G-Defensor, right? You're saying? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah the, the G-Defensor G has, has Vulcans. Them. So, therefore, the Super Gundam has them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It just took me a moment. I thought you meant, oh. like, in the art they added them. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I never noticed those. Nice. Mm. Nice. I, I don't think... It, does he, I don't know if it uses them. Not that I can recall. I mean, Vulcans rarely get used, let's be real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Vulcans Vulcans are good for when uh, there's a plane, or when you need to show that a pilot doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> or yeah. when you need to threaten a cop. Oh, uh, yeah, I, 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 they do get good use in that mm -hmm. first little bit. I forgot about mm -hmm. that. Or when you need to kill someone's mom. Uh, oh, was that with the Vulcan? Oh, yeah, I guess that was. I think it was. I think it was. I, I may thought, have been. I thought he just smacked it. I don't remember. Oh no, was it? I'm trying to remember. No. I, I know, I'm, 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 I'm seeing the whole scene in my head. I'm seeing Hilda Bedon <laughs> in the tube, and I'm seeing Jared. But I don't. I'm not seeing Idiot. what he's doing. It's got to be some sort of mine or bomb. Obviously, yes. Therefore, the, I'm the going devious, to grab it. That doesn't the, make sense. The devious AU. It. Time to grab. Let me grab the bomb. I'm gonna be a hero. I mean, sorry I about what happened. And then Jared later on. Sorry about oh, what man. happened to your mom. Sorry kid. about your mom, bro. <laughs> like in the most like casual way possible, and then being mad that Camille doesn't ex like. Well, Camille uh. doesn't accept it, but Camille. That's when he uh throws the it just throws a bit of an insult back at Jared in a very calm way, and that pisses Jared <laughs> off. I remember that now. That's also when he's like, I don't fight soldiers, I fight ideology. Oh, it's so good! Yes, that line! Yes, that's where that is. Okay. But, uh, God. I love it. Zeta's really good. Zeta's incredible. Oh, and we, we forgot the most important part about the Super Gundam while we're still on it. Mm -hmm. After it docks with the Gundam Mark II, the pilot just gets to go on a little ride. Yeah, just it, it just ejects a tiny little core fighter to do what? Like <laughs> die <laughs> in space? <laughs> to hopefully not crash. To hopefully not crash into any asteroids. Ugh, his mom's gonna be so angry with us. <laughs> Look, no one told her. <laughs> no one probably. No one may have even. No one probably told Hayato until Double Zeta. Oh, jeez. You know, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. It's, it's fine. It's, it's um, Bright's a villain. Go on. One other, <laughs> one other little minor thing. This is a, this is a more minor vehicle for this uh, uh for the Gundam Mark II. Uh, however, when it needs to initiate an atmospheric um reentry. Oh right. It does have a, a flying um, armor. It's the, the flying ballast? armor. Yeah. Oh. 
It's uh, mm-hmm. the fl- flying armor. So it can re-enter using the uh, loot system, I believe. Um, but also oh, yeah, it has the flying right. armor for when it's down on the ground, um, mm-hmm. and, which is just a subflight system, which we've had a couple of subflight systems in Gundam uh, at this point. You know, things like the uh, Dodai from First Gundam, which is the big red one the goof rides on. Um, the flying armor, though, is just, it, it's only ever really used by the Mark II. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a neat, it's a neat little, like, surfboard kind of, basically, so is what if, it is. If, if I recall, um, in-universe, it is described as, it creates supersonic shockwaves and then rides on those shockwaves, which is why it's sometimes called a wave rider. Oh, interesting. Is that yeah. where the name that, comes that, from? That's where the name comes from, and it's it's bullshit. It's clearly not going supersonic 100% of the time, <laughs> but that's how it works. Um, but yeah, so that would that would be like the last little like in TV show thing to talk about with the Mark mm-hmm. Of course, my favorite things we have variants, including I brought it up earlier. The full armor Gundam Mark II. So I always this... forget this thing exists. Once I saw a picture of it, I like it. It came back to me, but gosh, um, it is a design that I think it's an okay full armor. It's not my favorite, um, but it does have some cool elements to it. Um, I really like the shoulder-mounted shield. Uh, it has a shoulder-mounted shield that is on a little subarm, so it's able to like rotate and such. Um, it's got a Big beam rifle attached to the right arm, much like the original uh, full Twin armor barrel. Gundam. It's got two barrels, yep. Um, and then other than that, it's mostly just armor slapped over it um, with extra verniers and vents. Um, you get some extra verniers on the legs. The chest has some extra vents since the normal vents are blocked up. Um, weird that it doesn't augment the backpack. Well, it does. It's got like a weird panel on the backpack that seems to do nothing. <laughs> Look, sometimes you simply add more armor. It's just you have to do it for the design balance. It's fine. It's it, it's like a big plate that goes up at a forty-five degree angle and has tubes coming out of it. It looks really sick, is the thing, and that's all you really need. Yeah, you do have Look. a very good point there. Look, um, and then of course the robot spirits cause signature, if I'm remembering right, is capable of my favorite thing, which is to say, I believe it can equip the full armor pack and the super pack at the same time um, <laughs> oh my gosh do you have in a, a ridiculous way let me see um i couldn't remember if it can wear it on the back still oh no okay this is a custom uh job done by um done by the modeler who i was looking at uh well there's a figure but you know um so uh he doesn't do it to the mark ii he does it to the refined barzan where he puts the super oh, well, pack and the full armor. So, um, the full armor Mark II, though, I mean, it does a full armor thing. You've heard us talk about full armors on the show. It's uh, also, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned one of its main features, which is the, like, the wrist-mounted double-barreled beam gun. Oh, no, I did mention it. Oh, yeah. you did? Yeah, yeah, I say, okay. uh, much like the original, uh... Oh, I must have just gone into a trance. Okay. It's okay. Um, I was just saying, much like the original Full Armor Gundam, it has the two-barrel beam cannon on the arm. Um, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. cool. It's, it, uh, it's, it, it's longer and thinner, and it looks awesome. It actually looks like something out of, um, Elgheim. I, I, I think, I think that the entire Full Armor Mark II looks very Elgheim-ish. You, you know, um, 
I just realized with the wrist mounting uh, what it's reminding me of. It's actually reminding me of the full armor double Zeta. Because <laughs> the full mm, armor double yeah. Zeta also mounts its double barrel yes. cannon like that. Oh, the yeah. Faz. The Faz. Yep. Our good friend the Faz. <laughs> not to be confused with the Faz. <laughs> the it's faz. not a Faz, Mom. <laughs> there, look, there are oh, two Fazes, completely different. Um, look, it's fine. Um, <laughs> we'll go into those on their own episode at some point. It was, it was um, on my list. One's well, an acronym, the, the and was. One, one's an acronym. One's uh, not an acronym, which is really funny to me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so then with the Mark II. We get a couple other variants. I'm trying to think of what we should. I'm trying to think of what we should talk about. I guess we could just do the bars next, right? Yeah, I, I think because that's a, in the show. That's a whole lot of suits. Yeah. Yeah, the Barzum's one that I think we can talk about next, just because it's in the show. So the Barzum is a weird little goblin of a mobile suit. Weird proportions. <laughs> so cool. It, weird, it doesn't have a, a waist. It literally just has yeah. like a crab as a cockpit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's such a strange looking like, design. It is just, it is weird. I like it though. Um, you know, the thing about it is, it looks so weird that even like with modern interpretations of it, where they kind of make the head a bit smaller than the art, mm -hmm. the thing is, it still looks weird. You can't not make this thing look weird. It's very. It's fun. got lanky arms, tiny shoulders. The the legs are basically connected directly to the rib cage. Yeah, it's just odd looking, and it's got like a weird crotch camera that just exists for some reason. Is that a camera? I thought that was a thruster. Which I thought it was. Given, a, given it was the a positioning, I don't. You thought it was what? A beam cannon? A beam well, cannon? Yeah, I, you know, I could see like that, that too. Um, I I I always assume sensor. Actually, now that I look at it, it looks more like a nozzle. I wonder if that's where it refuels. I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, that's like that cord right well, in my dick. But I mean, you know, you look at it, and it does look like a nozzle. It doesn't really look like a thruster, and that would be a weird place for it because if it was a thruster, you wouldn't have it offset like that. You would have it centered, especially I mean, if it was yeah, a round could... moving one. What if you like doing front flips? That no, that no, that <laughs> wouldn't even be front flips. That would be rotating like like a top. If you were shooting it like forward, <laughs> just like the bars him constantly rotating in place. But but it does. Um, it, the reason I think it's a thruster is because it's. Um, oh wait a second! I thought that was like inset. No, it's the not inset. Time. It's off centered. Oh. Yeah, it's it's in the upper right of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, a It looks like it's something. inset. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um. Also, but the yeah. arms are like quadruple jointed it looks like it's got like the shoulder and then it looks like there's a joint just below the shoulder and then it's got the elbow and then it looks like the wrist is half is like barely below the elbow joint it's very cool yep and the, ar the arms are also quite long mm -hmm. um and of course uh it's backpack and it's torso are all kind of like one thing too like you mm -hmm. look at a rear shot of this design and it doesn't help with making it not look weird it's just weird looking um, yeah, but the thing about it is, it's basically a mass production. Like, it's basically just a mass production Mark II, is the thing. Yeah, it's um, very hard to see it in in. It feels retconny, but it it really is. If if you look at like some of the other designs, some of the other interpretations of the Barzam, like the Advance of Zeta Barzam or the Kondo Barzam, you start to see the elements of the Mark II. 
well, shining it's got, through. It, you know, even on the original design, it very clearly is doing like the same thing with like the way that it handles um doing the uh, movable frame on mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Like it's got all of these exposed joints everywhere. It's got you know on the legs you've got these big exposed pistons. You know, like you mentioned on the arms, besides being multiple jointed, you have all these gray inner pieces that are mm-hmm. just all over the place. Um, it's just, it's a very strange design. It's of a cool. horrible little gremlin. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's um, a little pumpkin boy. And it has a really neat beam rifle. I love it because it's side, it's uh, like mm-hmm. side mounted. Like it holds its hand, you know, forward and the beam saber is on the, or the beam rifle is on the side. Well, and also um, it has, uh, I think, is, is this the first example of like a wrist service uh, beam saber? Because I think this shows up before the Q-Blade. Shows up before the Q-Blade. I think the Gapflay, I think, has its beam sabers. Oh, also. I thought this showed up earlier than the Gapflay, but I think you're right. No, the Barzim is a little bit later. Um, mm. Pretty sure. Pretty sure? Pretty sure. I think you're right. Yeah, Gapflay shows up, like, really. It's, like, early. Yeah, Gapflay is, like, your first major, like, this is, like, a very threatening transformable Titan suit in space. Mm-hmm. Um, because before that, you get like the Ashamar on the Earth and such. Um, but speaking of of transforming, I feel like this thing looks weird in a way that makes me feel like this must transform. And it even does. It doesn't. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's really it's a really cool design. Um, and then you have built off of that, you have a design that probably is another big inspiration for why it's believed. You know. Oh, like, mm-hmm. this is just obviously a Mark II. You have the refined Barzim, which is mm-hmm. a bit more normal in proportions, and it just uses some direct Mark II parts as the major. Yeah. Thing. It, um, it's, it's got Mark II legs, barely modified. It's got Mark II arms, completely It does have unmodified. high heels, though, which is really cool. It's yes, it's got Mark the... II legs, and then it adds high heels, which fucking... I, I love high, high heels on mm-hmm, the robot. They're mm-hmm. great. Very cool. Um, And, you know, it's maybe not as unique as the prior design, but it looks really nice. I like it. Um, and then like uh, you get like the backpack is just a Mark II backpack on it, also, which is a fun thing. Um, Put a pin in that just... because that's something that that will come up later. I think. Uh, perhaps it will. Is what? What else do we have to bring up with that? Other than like the possibility of a Barzim wearing the super pack, which is in fact the thing. Uh, well, that that, that um, too. But specifically, I'm referring to, like, it's just a Mark II backpack. You can take that all the way to the GM3. Oh, yes, yes, the GM3 also does that. Right, right, right. Okay. Which, you know what? Um, We kind of already talked about the weirdness of a Barzim. Obviously, the viewers, or viewers, listeners, um, mm-hmm. would hopefully be, you know, looking it up too, so they can have an idea of what we were talking about. So we could move on then to yeah the gym three. Can, actually, can we can oh, we oh. cover on the way there? The what Nemo, would you want to cover? The noble Nemo. The Nemo. This is gonna be a long fucking episode. This is gonna be I'm, a long I'm, episode. I, I'm only gonna cover this. I'm only I'm I'm only gonna briefly divert here. But now the is Nemo, the Nemo is the Nemo based on the Mark II? It is canonically. It is the Aug sent the Mark uh, the Mark II sample to Anaheim. Anaheim said we can kind of crank out uh, a mass production model based on this, you know. Spoilers: It's also based on GMs from 0080, but no, don't tell nobody that. Well, ti- yeah, because yeah, the timeline. Um, and it is, in its own way, uh, a Mark II. It, 
this is reflected, and, and obviously model kits aren't canon, but this is reflected in the Nemo Master Grade and the Mark II Master Grade. They're basically identical internal frames with different mm. armor and different backpacks. Um, of course, as we all know, uh, the Nemo also, though, internally uses a lot of Xeon parts, because if we, as we know, oh. you can grab Galgoog parts and put them inside of a Nemo, because that was the plot of an episode. Gosh. Um, well, because the Nemo was worked on, if I remember right, by uh, Z- former Xeonic Core engineers as well. Well, yeah, because um, uh, a lot of those ended up working for Zeta, which is how you get the Rick Diaz. Or for, but that's uh, a story the for another episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... The the Nemo the Nemo is a neat suit. Um, it, the Nemo to me has always looked like a, depre- a depressed gym for both its That's so visor. That's mean. I well, love look at the its Nemo. Visor. No, no, no. Look at the visor and look at the chest. Okay. It looks sad. It looks it depressed. It does look sad. It. The Nemo looks like it's got a hard job to do, and it's going to keep showing up, and it's going to keep doing it. Come hell or high water, the Nemo is a proud, noble machine. I'm a proud warrior of Zeon. It's a <laughs> wait, no, sorry. Uh, the Nemo, also, though. Uh, I... Also, if you look at if you look at the legs and the arms, uh, they're very Mark II. The yeah. feet are very classic Federate, like One Year War GM feet, though. Yeah, hmm. that's fair though. Um, I, 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 yeah, I always forget about the Nemo with that, which I mean, I guess most people probably do. Um. The Nemo can also, incidentally, wear a, G de- a modified G-Defensor backpack. That's mm-hmm. an Advance of Zeta thing. Not one I'm going to talk about because it's from the Advance of Zeta thing I don't like. But, you know, just imagine uh, a Nemo <laughs> wearing a uh, super pack. That's what it can do. Um, a super pack that gets for A super pack that actually does do one smart thing. Uh, you know how the cockpit is a waste of space on the G-Defensor if you're just going to slap it on a mobile suit? What if we put a radome there? What if we just put a radome there? You know what? Oh, you and your radomes. I've never met a radome I don't like. Um, like uh, that's I, I just hell, I like yeah. I, I do like that cool. idea. Um, but see, I don't want to get too much into the Nemo because we might get the Nemo in a future episode. Plus, the Nemo itself has its own variants. So Fair. we'll leave off on that. Um, the main other Mark II related thing I think that we could talk about would be. Well, and, and briefly, the GM three is is just a it's just a GM with a Mark II backpack. Oh yes, honestly. okay. The GM three, the GM three, I think we can talk about because the thing is, we talk about the GM two, it has a ton of variants. If we talk about the original GM, it has a ton of variants. So we're not going to go through all of them in sequence. So mm-hmm. let's talk. Let's, we can talk a little about the GM three. The GM three appears in Double Zeta for the first time, and then later in the mm-hmm. Unicorn OVA, it is basically at the start of Zeta. The GM two is outdated. We already know this, like, mm-hmm. at the start of the show. Uh, yep. the gym I can't three... keep up in this antique gym. <laughs> uh, the Gym 3, what it does is it takes a Gym 2 and upgrades it. And the way it upgrades it is mainly by slapping on a bunch of external parts. Things like replacing the backpack. Um, it has mm-hmm. a slightly different armor on the head. But the idea is this is a retrofit, though. This is them taking their Gym 2s and upgrading them, basically, is what mm-hmm. it's supposed to be. Um, they add these big missile launchers to the shoulder, which I think are rad. Um, those are optional, of course. Uh, you have, like... Um, it's I think it still uses the Gym 2 rifle, because the Gym 2 rifle is used by everything Federation in that era. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but you know and it has your standard setup with like the shield oh and it also can have a uh, big side skirt missiles those are also pretty cool specifically um, it 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 still uses the classic one year war federation shield oh it does use like a classical gym well it uses a gundam shield actually because mm-hmm. see it's it's got the cross on it so that means it's a gundam shield that's how you um, know. Because the gym ones, the gym ones normally uh, have that removed, the big cross, for whatever reason. Um, so yeah. Ease of animation. The, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's basically an up armored gym um, that infuses both internal weapons and a lot of uh, design elements from Mark II, adding like the way it adds the thrusters to the legs. Uh, the backpack is just a Mark II backpack. Um, the arms are just Mark II arms. Yep, the arms are just Mark II arms. Um, trying to see anything else specific on it from the Mark II. Mostly, it's it's the hips. its own thing. I, I would on. say like the hip armor. Oh yeah, the hip armor. Yeah, uh, specifically like the side skirts. There mm-hmm. have they even have like the same little plugs. Though of course, instead of carrying like extra clips, you just slap a giant set of missiles in there. Yeah. Why not? Um. And yeah, so then you have that for the Gym 3, and that's something that probably wouldn't get its own episode, so it's appropriate to talk about. Yeah, um, it's 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 got some variants, but I'd say you kind of get to a lot of them through other mobile suits, too, so I don't feel bad. Yeah, that's here. that's kind of the thing. Um, I, I, One other one we can talk about, quick minor one, uh, because we brought up our good friend Kondo with the Barzum. Uh, we can talk about how there is the uh, oh, weird yes. land combat uh, Gundam Mark II where uh, Kondo does his magic and that that is to say he reproportions the suit so that the skirt is gigantic and Absolute the body is unit. gigantic. He doesn't even literally. What a just what a designer. He takes the he does not even change the design of the skirts. He just highlights them in Photoshop. Hit like. <laughs> drags that corner out and puts it back on it's incredible damn the pc 98 with its ancient photoshop yes well <laughs> <laughs> look i have to make fun of anachronisms it's fine um but yeah no it's it is very funny though yeah because like you mentioned the torso looks like he like upped it by 120 percent in some spots the skirt it's like he upped it by 500 percent. but i mean it's so it's, it's still wide. a mark two it's just a mark two where the sliders got messed up. <laughs> it goes it goes down to the knee armor, and the knee armor is already like twice as far down as it normally would be. Yeah. Oh, I just realized how long those legs have to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's got thighs for days. Like you look at you look at a uh, there's an image of him from the side there, and you look at that. <laughs> look 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 at the leg. Imagine an X-ray of that skirt. There has to be oh, a whole geez. lot of leg in there. This is like if the Gundam. This is like if the Mark II got painted on the back of someone's truck, and then someone did like a structural analysis of it. Like, oh no, bodies can't do that. This is God. like if someone was the, so an intern over at Anaheim was took the took the original Mark II and was like, I want to design a Gundam II. I understand it's supposed to have a side skirt. I can give it a skirt. That's no problem. <laughs> Just imagining that Anaheim, like, when they were reverse engineering parts of the Mark II, like, I, if they have some kind of fabricator, like, program for, like, the mobile suit parts, some engineer accidentally screwed up, like, the size. And so it ended up, like, overnight creating a part that was gigantic. And then they're like, well, here, you know what? We'll put it on this Mark II, we'll and we're going to call it, it a land... 
We're going to yeah. call it a land combat type because clearly, you know, that armor is going to make it real funky to move in space. So we're just going <laughs> to yeah, definitely call not going to make it type. more funky to walk with. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, it Kondo, is. Kondo, you criminal. Kondo designs are real fun and real wacky, and this is one of them. We we talked about him previously with, like, the Sazabi and, you know, his land combat. Loves his land combat types also. He's very much like a military otaku. Is there a color version of this? Because I don't see any camo. Um, There must be. There's there's gonna be camo on it. Uh, let's see. <laughs> the camo is in our hearts. Um, the camo is gonna get you. I was, I was curious if it pops up in any of his like the games because I brought up the PC ninety eight because a lot of Kono's designs pop up in the PC ninety eight strategy games. But um, Kondo is a dancer. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kondo. I, I I like his designs, but it, they are a little ridiculous. Um, I guess I think that would be it for like Mark II and Mark II related variants. Again, not going into like some of the weirder, like wackier ones that kind of would need their own episode. Like you know, the Mark III is obviously based on elements of the sent back Mark II, but the problem is there's mm-hmm. three Mark Threes. <laughs> I'd rather just give the Mark III its own episode at that point, and we would also want absolutely to talk about, and, and like. You know the like, Zeta and the Hyakushiki with it. You could you could do the Mark Five, but that's kind of probably better in a Dopen Wolf episode. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like none of the designs really. It's not really like there are other designs that definitely you know learn from the Mark II, but they're not direct descendants. So you know we've had a pretty we've had a pretty long one. It's been like an hour. Yeah. Yeah, I, I so I feel like the Mark II's influence is felt very widely throughout um, the UC to follow, but in in very specific terms, it kind of that's it, you know. Well, and I feel like also, um, I think it's just like its aesthetics are designs that to this day, honestly, if you look at like any random show, if you look at like a Gundam from Wing, mm-hmm. or if you look at a Gundam from like G. I honestly think they more represent the Mark II than the original RX-78. Yes, yes. there, there yep. are there are time. I, I, I will avoid time crimes, but yeah, there are definitely Gundams later on throughout the the multiverse. I don't like that word. Throughout the franchise, that um, very much scream Mark II to me. Like when I think of real robot, Mark II is kind of one of the things that pops into my head before the. 78 you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean i've got a i've got the real grade of it built behind me that is one of the ones that i i i, I love mm-hmm. this design okay since we keep bringing up models i do need to bring up one thing with the mark ii that is sick and more mobile suits need to do it the mesh cables on the knees and the backpack mm, yep really cool mm. look good they are really good mesh cabling should be on more suits um i think some people back in the um in the abnormal mapping discord do not like it because they have to measure it out just, just measure twice, cut once. It's fine. Just cut them, put them on. <laughs> Trust me, they look amazing. My I, only I, problem with it, I, I did measure twice. I did cut once, and uh, it's like elastic, right? And so when I clipped it, it mm-hmm. went flying and landed oh, somewhere in no. my room, and it took me thirty minutes to find it. Oh, oh that's no. a nightmare. Every time that happens, 
<laughs> oh, I hate it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I um, I'm glad I. It's 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 something I've noticed since moving from a place where I like I used to have like a rug and carpet and stuff. Um, in my old house and in the current house, if I lose a piece, I have to I have to immediately go quiet and try to listen and like yep. hear where it lands because I have to be like, okay, it's gonna hit a wood floor and it's gonna bump around, you know, with a carpet or a rug or something. It kind of just hits and it's just gonna hit. And it's um, gone forever. <laughs> no, no, no. I... See, I've had better luck with that. Um, probably had... also just because I've also had lighter color carpet, so it's yeah. really easy. To yeah, notice a piece on them. You got shag carpet. You just go ahead and buy another kit. You're done. <laughs> yeah, Until got, you step I've on that piece here. like a month later. Or you hear something rattling around in the vacuum. Oh no. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah, I, I so far I think I've managed to find every part just because it's like, okay, this is the rest of my day until I find yep. this thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I do the same thing. I If I lose a part of a gunpla, I just drop everything until I can, you know find it because i just it's just how i am no you'll 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 never find it if you don't find it immediately yeah that's 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 always the worry right the longer i take a look for something the more it gets crept into some alternate dimension where i won't be yes able to find it. yeah it's like like the carpet starts growing up around it and pulling it down look we are all surrounded by evil fey at all times i've learned this from folklore clearly yeah um and what mm. happens is the fey really like playmo parts that's <laughs> <laughs> and and they will they will snatch them from right under you while you're not looking. They got their own model kits to buy. They ain't got credit cards. <laughs> or to build, not to buy. It's fine. But yeah, um anyway, I just needed to bring that up though just with all the model talk on it because you know, we don't sometimes we'll talk about models if only because sometimes they have like interesting stuff to add to the mobile suit. Um the Mark 2 though, don't really get a lot of changes on it. Uh other than, well, six. You said you had the real grade, right? Yeah. Do you have the real grade in the Titans colors? Or the Yes, AU? I do. So, Titans. um, one little minor thing. I really like that there is, um, on the real grade, it has a bunch of, like, test parts, uh, for the mm -hmm. Mark II, uh, in, in the Titans colors. Um, like, an alternate, like, set of shoulders and, like, leg vents and stuff. Uh, they yeah. also seem a little, mm -hmm. this is just my bias showing, but they seem to me personally to be very advanced of Zeta inspired, and I like them for that. You don't <laughs> say. I, I, I do say. I do say, Ancient. I very much do say. <laughs> do you think the Mark II is to blame for advance of Zeta? Uh, oh, assuredly. Okay. Well, I, mean, the, the, okay, I no longer statements. like the Mark II. <laughs> right, Look, I was converting here? you on designs. I, have, I, I was converting you on designs, and I will whenever we get to them. Listen, you, you, I, you, you've I, admitted to liking the Hazel and the Windward and some of the yeah, variants. It's, yeah, uh, it's it's just it's fine. Well, we'll talk about it. It's fine. I, there I will don't... be an episode, and I will make sure of it. One day we will talk about these designs. I think I'm more around on the designs, but still the premise of like, hey, we just want a manga about the fascists with unlimited money. I still am not super. I, I guess. With. Yeah. No, that's fair. <laughs> But I mean, you're gonna get that with Mecca. Come on, <laughs> yeah, it does yeah. happen. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's more that that anything that explores like the Zeta era is going to have that issue. Is the thing, um, because right. you can't really you can focus a little bit on the AU, but if it is a Mecca design series, I really think it is going to end up focusing. I mean, the, 
like the only factions that ever get any variants in those eras, and it's because they have all the cool designs and because they have most of the money. I mean, you get some cool Karaba things, but a lot of them are still very one-off designs. Um, when you start having like the really intricate like side designs, they're gonna either be for Haman's Axizion or for the Titans. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Sure. Um, just because you know. Um. But yeah, I get what you mean. But also, the Titans have some of the sickest suits in all of the series. So well, they really do. They yeah. do. That's the other thing. Like, I mean, we've talked like... about several Zeta suits that are not Titan suits, the, other than like the Mark II technically. But all the later Titan suits, they freaking rule. I love them. It is. It is the era of incredibly cool designs to me, which yeah. is why nine out of ten of my picks were from it. We and we somehow managed to never roll it. We'll just roll freaking CCA for eternity. <laughs> Look, I uh, I two ep- now two episodes ago, I heard your call. We really want to do a Zeta episode. Gosh, I hope we roll a Zeta suit. And then I made this list. Uh, definitely didn't make it last night. Um, <laughs> and then six said, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm about to drop the uh, the Methus episode." Uh Before. yeah. Look, it's fine. Yeah. There are so many more to talk about as the thing. Yeah, this yeah, is like, this I, is I, one of the tamer designs of of Zeta, honestly. Absolutely. And I don't think, you know, unlike, I mean, it's not like I dread talking about CCA designs ever, but I do sometimes no. roll my eyes a little bit when you roll it like the third time in a row. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever do that with Zeta. <laughs> yeah, that that's the thing, right? Like when we talk about, well, I brought it up. CCA design philosophy for suits pretty similar across the board even with there being really cool individual suits mm-hmm. you hit zeta you roll you, you can roll anything from oh this is a prototype that is just kind of a little bit okay at everything but has all these like things that you know are really cool and unique to it to this thing is a monster that was made to fly on earth by sheer force of will <laughs> yeah i love the beer i, I love the beer lens i'm sorry it oh is... that one too okay because oh you, yeah you no, could, no, no. you could have been referring to like four different mobile suits there well okay the beer lint is the one i think of personally because it's the one that is all jets facing downward that is literally just <laughs> we will defy gravity through thrust I, I was thinking either uh the the ashimar or the psycho the the Ashim, you know what the Ashimar does do the same thing. It is a large mm-hmm. mobile suit. What just wills itself to be very mobile on the earth. It's a frisbee. I love I it. Want a, I pumpkin. want a real grade of the psycho. A real great psycho oh, gun. Oh. I I want them to do. I, I'm really hoping for advances they did to do some psycho arms. Anyway, um, I can't yeah, get too we, much we're, into we're it. Far we'll afield. have other episodes. <laughs> oh but, gosh. Um, all right, that was a fun one. Yeah, thank oh, you and this so is a much very for having me. One. I'm uh yeah <laughs> just watching that timer tick up. Um <laughs> I'm I I just want to say I'm extremely grateful to be invited on as the first guest to a really fantastic podcast. Yeah, well, thank you so I much. I liked having a third voice too. That was fun. I'm glad. I'm yeah, I I, I hope everyone else likes it too. <laughs> and most of your takes weren't that bad. Oh, don't worry. There's plenty <laughs> there's plenty waiting to be uncovered. Um should we talk I, I about just, the Sazabi? No. Oh, no. We already had our Sazabi episode. We both like it. Get out of here. <laughs> I like the Sazabi a lot. It's my oh, favorite okay, that... non-Gundam. Oh, uh, okay. I see where this you're is just, you're just, you're, Your argument is just going to be that it's a mobile armor or some dumb shit. No. It's a mobile <laughs> suit. Yep. All right. That's not a Gundam. 
Hey, Six, no, where can people find you online? Edit this. Edit this. No, I have <laughs> I to. I have 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 to intervene. Um, Six, where can people find you online? <laughs> I never uh, leave this. I have find... to though. <laughs> uh, you can find me uh, at Six Detmar on on Twitter. S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. If you would like to be a guest on the show, hit me up. I'm not guaranteeing anything, but the 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 chamber of guff is open, so I guess it's possible. Yeah. And I was inside. Hello. <laughs> I mean, you God do have a goof icon. You do have a goof icon. Uh, oh yes, oh. the chamber of goof. There we go. There it. Oh no! <laughs> I love it too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you want to find my work, scanlandmedia.com, Patreon and console, Scanline, Scanline Media. Dylan, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LowPolyRobot. Um, I have not been doing much lately. I've been very just, I don't know. It's been very low-key. Weather, weather got colder. Brain got like a lot more slow. Just, you know, I'll, I'll probably be posting some games or robots on there, though. There was recently a giant dump of Dunbine stuff, and let me tell you, if you like uh, very bug-like mecha designs, there are some real good ones there, and I did post a lot of them. <laughs> I am I am eager for this podcast to run out of mobile suits uh, 150 years from now and have to start doing like Dunbine <laughs> and Dugram and Elgheim. That would be maybe one day, but no promises, no promises, no yeah. one will hold me. No one hold anything I say to me here. No, I, like <laughs> don't listen to me. I don't work here. No, listen. I'm gonna bleep this out, but I'm already pre- I'm already prepared. I'm working up my argument for the uh, fucking April Fool's Day episode where I make Dylan talk about. Oh, I can do that. I'll this do is it. incredible. Yes, you've got to bleep right. that out. Oh yeah, absolutely. No yes. problem. D- but don't bleep out the part where we all said yes. That's incredible. <laughs> I love it. Uh, a- ancient Mecca. Hi. Criminal to the stars. Yes. What if people want to find uh, your trash? You can find me online <laughs> causing problems in the Discord. Uh, occasionally, uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter, at Ancient Mecca. I generally barely ever post anything uh, unless it's retweeting someone else's Victory Gundam goofs. Um, and There are no goofs in Victory Gundam. <sighs> Is it over? Is the pot over now? <laughs> it's uh, over no. when I say it's over. <laughs> Free me. But no, uh, generally I don't do a whole lot online. Uh, you might see more from me uh, later if you are on the Discord. I've got something planned, but nothing to announce yet. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Dylan. Th- 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 thank you, me. I already thanked everyone else. <laughs> hey, hey, Six. Thank yeah. you. Hey, no problem. And you know what, folks? Uh, you know, let's just keep it simple. Believe in a sign of Zeta. Amuro. Camille. <laughs> <laughs>